Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic today. It's July 3rd, 2017. My name is Phil Prosmerich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Welcome to Season 2 of the Locked On Magic Podcast as we are officially in the 2017-18 season. It's been a wild and wacky one already since we start, since we last published an episode. Paul George is now a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder, or he will be as of July 6th. Paul Millsap is with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Serge Ibaka is back with the Raptors. Kyle Lowry is back with the Raptors. P.J. Tucker is going to be with the Rockets. It was a wild and crazy free agency. So I'll talk about what the Magic did or did not do in the first few days of free agency. And then we're going to turn our attention over to Summer League. And I'll talk about how Jonathan Isaac and the Orlando Magic have played through two days of Summer League. And then I did a quick interview with Marcus Georges Hunt of the Orlando Magic over at Summer League. So we'll take a listen to that. But of course, the main main thing going on is free agency. It is a, a, a period that everybody in the NBA looks forward to in one way or another. It is uh, the chance for a lot of teams to improve themselves. You see a lot of trades happening. You see a lot of activity in the NBA. And through, three day, through two days of free agency, the Orlando Magic have been quiet. And by quiet, I mean deathly quiet. Like, nothing coming out. Orlando has been uh, just really... Inactive isn't the right word because it's kind of expected, but the Magic have not even really been attached to any player. We did have a rumor come out uh, Friday night uh, right after free agency started that the Magic had some discussions, perhaps, or were on the radar for Utah Jazz forward Joe Ingles. He ended up re-signing with the Utah Jazz, or he will end up re-signing with the Utah Jazz. Of course, we're still in the moratorium. Uh, the rumor came out on Saturday night that the Magic liked Darren Collison, a, a point guard from the San Sacramento Kings. Uh, you know, a guy that, that we highlighted on our point guard episode last week, uh, talking about the free agents. Um, he would be a good backup point guard. Could play a little bit of two, perhaps. Good Has been a good shooter throughout his career. He slowed up from his rookie year when he really burst onto the scene, filling in for Chris Paul. Uh, but honestly, he had one of his worst, worst seasons of his career with Frank Vogel and the Indiana Pacers. Some of that, though, more because he was young and, and given a main role for, for the first time. But uh, the Magic have been just really, really quiet. The Magic just have not been involved in anything. And it's somewhat expected. I don't want to sit here and say that it's a complete surprise that the Magic have been this quiet. Entering the summer, 
the Magic had roughly $10 million of cap space. So it didn't give them a lot of room to go out and get a, a, a solid player. And, and we all know that the Magic need to make improvements at almost every position. The Magic need to just generally improve their basketball team. But they didn't have the funds to do so. $10 million can get you a, a bench player. I mean, DJ Augustin's getting paid $7.25 million um, to come off the bench for the Magic. They got the $10 million plus 8.5 for the mid-level exception. So the Magic didn't have a lot to play around with. And so I think Orlando entered the summer, and I'll talk maybe a little bit more about this tomorrow. Orlando entered the summer kind of with the idea of let's just sit and see what happens, see how the dust settles. And the dust certainly is settling on a lot of the big names. The dust is settling and kind of showing the magic who's available and what direction they should go. There's still some good names out there. There's still some players that I think could help the magic. But again, it's always about is the price right and will the magic go after them? The only thing that we know for sure coming from the magic camp is that Jody Meeks will not be back. He signed a two-year $7 million deal with the Washington Wizards, a deal that if the Magic if the Magic were in the running or it offered him, I would have signed Jody Meeks that deal. I think that's a very team-friendly deal for a player of Meeks' caliber. Um, I, I, it's not clear whether the Magic made an offer for him yet. That hasn't come out yet. It's not very clear um, really what anything the Magic want to do. I, I suspect that they're still looking at the trade market, trying to see where guys go. Uh, and try and strike through trades at using their cap room to take on more salary, perhaps. Um, that, again, seems to be the team's strategy. But, it you know, it, it's patience. It's a lot of patience right now. So Orlando has been very, very quiet on the free agency market. Like I said, not just quiet, deathly quiet. Not a peep from the Magic. That seems to be their M.O., Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. And so all we have to focus on these first few days is Summer League. And it's been an interesting and exciting first two days of the Mountain Dew Orlando Pro Pro Summer Summer League. League. The first game did not start out great. Orlando fell behind by as much as 20 points to the Indiana Pacers. And you could kind of sense that there was a, a bit of nervousness from the Magic, even though they had a pretty veteran squad with Patricio Guerrero and Marcus Georges Hunt and Steven Zimmerman starting, you could certainly sense and feel that everyone was trying to do a little bit too much, especially rookie Jonathan Isaac. You can say what you want about all the talent that the Magic have and and about all the, the uh, you know, all that's needed from the Summer League team, but at the end of the day, it was a lot of guys' first pro games. There's a lot of a big opportunity for Zimmerman, a lot of pressure on these guys. It's okay to be a little nervous. And I think in that first game, the Magic showed a little bit of nerves falling 85-74. They erased that 20-point deficit, tied the game at 69, but could not overcome the Indiana Pacers 
in the end, falling 85 to 74. And nerves certainly played a role in how they played. I mean, they were definitely there. You know, in the beginning, um, once I hit my first shot, I had to get out. Just all, all that um, nervous energy left me. At one point, I was out of I was out of breath. That was Jonathan Isaac after Saturday's game, his first as a pro, where he scored seven points, grabbed eight rebounds, including six offensive rebounds, and shot just two of ten from the floor. You could kind of just sense um, with Jonathan Isaac in that first game that he was just, uh, I would describe it as a little bit jumpy. Um, he was active, he was engaged, and and as he said, after making his first shot a, a, three-point see, a three-pointer, he drained the shot and, and then asked to come out of the game. He said he was short on short of breath and, and he has some asthma issues, um, which which everyone around the league I think pretty much knows about. Um, but he kinda it all kind of overwhelmed him the moment of scoring his first pro basket. Not only his first pro basket, but signing his contract, his rookie contract, uh, a few moments before the Magic took the floor for this first summer league game. So there were good signs from him in that first game, um, but there was also a lot of biting on pump fakes. There was a lot of kind of overplaying things a little bit. There was kind of all of this uh, nervousness about him. You could tell it was just kind of a nervous energy about him and about the team, and it showed. Orlando shot just 34.7% from the floor. Took a while for their defense to get into gear. Um, once it did, Orlando was able to come back. Like I said, they tied the game midway through the fourth quarter at 69 on a Wesley. I think it was a Wesley a one-do three-pointer. Um, it, it all just kind of built up, and then Orlando just couldn't execute at the end. So it was going to be interesting to see how the Magic responded on Sunday. And Sunday's game was a completely different animal. Sunday's game showed the Magic at a very, very, very different level. Orlando came out and scored the first 21 points against the Miami Heat. And it wasn't just that they scored the first 21 points. They dominated defensively. And if you want to get an understanding of what Jonathan Isaac's going to be like in an NBA team, on an NBA team, a lot of it's going to come with how the Magic played in Sunday's game. Because he was a terror defensively. Wesley Awundu has said on several occasions when asked about Jonathan Isaac's defense, he he just seems like he's everywhere. And it really felt like Isaac was everywhere. And he showed why the Magic believe he can be such a killer defensive player this season. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, take, I take pride in that. You know, I really do. And being able to switch screens and, and guard guys that are maybe faster than me and quicker than me. So, definitely. Isaac there was talking about a specific play where he got switched onto Miami Heat point guard London Parentes. And Parentes tried to outmaneuver Isaac. He stayed in front of him and had to put up a forced fadeaway jumper, which Isaac just blocked into oblivion. And Isaac had a few other plays where he got blocks. He had a play where he just kind of enveloped the ball and deflect, deflected it away. And, and his final stat line on Sunday uh, was just a really solid stat line. 15 points, 13 rebounds, 5 offensive rebounds, 7 for 12 shooting. Uh, the highlight reel is going to show a few specific plays where he had a put-back dunk. It's going to show this, his buzzer beater at the end of the fourth quarter, which helped the Magic win that quarter. Um, just a really nice dribble step-back move. 
uh, over Okara White, who is not a bad defender, not a bad player at all. Uh, Isaac had a really, really good game, and he looked really, really comfortable and made an impact, even though he didn't necessarily have the ball in his hands all the time. And you still want to see that level of assertiveness. Uh, it's no doubt that that he's still trying to fit in and trying to be a good teammate. But he can make plays. He will make plays on the defensive end. He is that good. Um, and it was it was just a really good outing Sunday. And I think the expectation is for Isaac to continue to grow in that way. The defense, though, was the focus, um, was the absolute focus. And as I think everyone suspects, Isaac can make and can hold his own on the defensive end fairly quickly. And, and that talent is very, very evident early on. And it's not just Isaac on the defensive end. It, 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 it's been a focus for the Magic for some time. Frank Vogel is not going anywhere. He's still the coach, and he's still is defensive-minded and wants his team to be a top defensive team. And you look at the Magic's roster, it's filled with defensive players, with defensive-minded players in Jonathan Isaac, the draft pick, Aaron Gordon, lots of guys who uh, have that defensive ability. And it really started to look like, and it's you know it's summer league, so you don't want to draw too many conclusions, but the way the Magic played defensively on Sunday look like the way the Magic want to play defense eventually. And so it was a good sign to see that foundation laid, especially coming back from a game on Saturday where the team really, really struggled. I thought, you know, they probably got a little bit of confidence in terms of getting themselves back in the game. And, uh, you know, I think they came today feeling like, you know, they're a real team and they're a good team. And um, if they repeated what they did yesterday and and, uh, cleaned up a few areas, they might have some different results. The final tally for the Magic on Sunday gave up 29.9% shooting from the floor. Just 29.9% shooting for the Heat. The Heat did end up taking 28 free throws. Magic had 34 uh, 34 fouls. That's summer league for you. Uh, But other than that, it was a strong defensive game. You saw Orlando switching pretty much every screen on the perimeter. You saw Orlando uh, just really communicating well, recovering well, really playing for each other, and it was... A really, really good sign to see from a team that has been together for a little, not even a week. Um, uh, it, you know, it's just summer league, so you don't want to read too much into it, but the guys you want to see play well played well. Jonathan Isaac played extremely well on the defensive end, like I said. Wesley Awundu had his moments, his highlight of the day, I think really the highlight of the Magic's game on Sunday. He blocked a shot uh, recovering on a, on a uh, when he got beat off the backboard. Went out to, to, I think it was Derek Walton. Walton drove up the floor, fed it to Awundu, who was running right with him, running right with him back down the floor, and he dunked it for uh, two points. And it was just a strong, strong performance from him. Awundu finished with five points, two for six shooting, four rebounds. Uh, solid game from him overall, though. He's, he's still, I think, getting his legs under him, figuring out where his shots will come from. But his defensive ability is very, very apparent. He's got great length and athleticism. Um, other notables from Sunday's game, Marcus Georges Hunt, 12 points, 3 for 5, 7 rebounds. We'll hear from him in just a little bit. Kalen Lucas, 12 points. Derek Walton Jr., 13 points. That point guard battle between Walton and Lucas will be something to watch the rest of the week. I like Walton 
and the way he plays the pick and roll. I like Lucas for the way that he shoots the ball. Um, it is, uh, although he didn't shoot the ball very well Sunday, um, he is a very, they're all both very, very intriguing players. And I think the Magic will be trying to uh, maybe use that third point guard slot on one of those players, perhaps. At least one of them will end up in Lakeland at the very, very least. The overall impressions from the Summer League through the first two games is the Magic are seem like they are laying the foundation. They're laying their place for the regular season when the main roster takes over. They are putting the, you know, they're putting kind of their strategy, you know, in, not in, in place and seeing some very big dividends. Chad Forsyth has said, you know, in preparing for Summer League, all he asks is the guys play hard and play defense. The offense is going to be the offense. At Summer League, you're going to miss shots. Um, that's just the reality of things. Uh, and so we're seeing the Magic play that way. And it's very encouraging to say the least that the, the style can, you know, I wouldn't say work, but this style does have the ability to succeed and with these key players succeed. It's Summer League, so don't draw too many conclusions. I started seeing people saying, oh, Jonathan Isaac's a star. Let's Let's slow that down a little bit. It is Summer League. I always kind of say about Summer League, you can't, you don't necessarily find out who can play, you find out who can't play. And right now, I would say Jonathan Isaac can play, Wesley Awundu can play, Marcus Georges Hunt can play, Steven Zimmerman has shown some signs of life, he can play. Um, there's no one really that you can say cannot play quite yet. And that's a good sign for the Magic, especially among the key players. They look like they hold their own on the court and can do the things that they need to do. So successful first two days to the Summer League. We'll be back tomorrow at Summer League as well as the Magic have their next game. Like I said, uh, Marcus George's Hunt uh, had a very solid game on Sunday. 12 points, 3 for 5 shooting, 5 for 5 from the line, and 7 rebounds. He is still, to me, a really, really, really intriguing player. Um, Obviously, He came to Orlando late in the season last year in early April when there was a different regime in place. Rob Hennigan took over, or Rob Hennigan was still in charge. Uh, He brought in these two guys to end the season, gave them multi-year deals, and then left. And so it's not particularly clear what their status is heading into next season. Assumedly, the new management is kind of guaranteeing them the same thing that the previous regime did and, and blending them into training camp. And so these players, like everyone else, has to fight their spot, fight for their spot. They have to fight their way onto the roster. And Georges Hunt was not the same name. Was not like a well-known name. You know, he was with Georgia Tech product. Went to played for the Maine Red Claws. Had a triple double, so he had a lot of that versatility. But the question was, does he fit this new vision for the Orlando Magic? And you watched him play maybe toward the end of last season. You said, yeah, there's a little bit of something there. When you watch him play in Summer League this year, you can tell he's really taken advantage of being able to work out with the Magic and be part of the Magic heading into the offseason. I mean, during the workouts, during the the draft workouts that we were able to watch, Georges Hunt was in the building. He was working out with the Magic's roster players. He's a part of this Magic roster as of now. 
And he has that positional versatility. He was able to get out and guard point guards and switch on all those screens. He was able to bother some bigger players with his length. He's able to get into the paint a little bit off the dribble and score and finish near the basket. That is a quality skill that the Magic are looking for. Now, whether he can do that at the top NBA level, who knows? But Georges Hunt has quickly become one of the one of the key players to watch in this summer league. And he has made the most, really to me, has made the most of his first two games. And after Sunday's game, I I, I grabbed him. I'm going to hopefully write an article on Georges Hunt. But I grabbed him for a quick interview, which I will share with you now. Marcus, do you- the, the summer, the summer league. What are you trying to come out here, and come out and show? Uh, show my versatility and uh, show that you know, be solid and stay consistent. That's the biggest thing, you know. NBA teams, and, you know, a big thing as a player, just being consistent. Know that, knowing that, you know, when the coaching staff meet, you know, they you know they can count on me because I'm, you know, staying consistent. Do you, do you feel at all like like you're you're a little bit of a veteran here, having having had a year in, in summer league with maybe with another team last year, and then being on the Magic's main roster uh, um, toward the end of the season? A uh, uh, vet, I don't know. That's kind of <laughs> summer tough, summer league vet. Um, yeah, I mean last year, you know, I learned a lot from Brooklyn Nets. You know, um, I didn't play as much, but I learned I learned a lot, and then I, I carried it over to the D League, and that helped me out a lot. And you know, I just you know. Like a sponge, you know, I'm just taking in a lot of information, and it's helped me get to this point. And I feel more, more poised that I can help out. And you know, Jonathan asked me a lot of questions. You know, I could, I could, you know, tell him what to do. And if I can't rely, you know, if I don't know it, I just tell him ask coach. So, being that, you know, in this summer league team right now, a lot of guys come to me for questions, and I'm able to help them. Is that something of the advantage that you have? You know, being on the Magic's main roster at the end of the season, you know, being able to kind of come into the Amway Center and and kind of get kind of get a little bit of a, of a leg up almost, or feeling some some relationship already with the team. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, like I said, you know, it all started last summer league uh, from Brooklyn to you know the Boston Celtics in preseason and training camp. Learned a lot from them. Um, then it went to their, you know their D League team, and with all of that, I gather all the information and. In the D-League, I watched a lot of film and learned a lot about the game in general and just my coaching and my position coach, uh, Joe Mazzula, we, we sat down and watched a lot of film, and it all paid off, you know, and bring it here, uh, you know, getting picked up at the end of the season, you know, I came in real comfortable and I, I knew a lot, so it really helped out. How, how much of an advantage was it to end the season with with the Magic and you know, being able to have a you know have a place like this to, to come come uh, prep, start your off season preparation? It was, it was great. I mean, being that you know I got to know some of the guys, even though I knew some of them before even getting here. So uh, when I got here, you know they welcomed me with open arms and uh, you know they took care of me. They taught me. I learned a lot, and then it made it easier transition into the summer. Um, me being here May first and. Up until now, you know, it's helped out, you know, playing, uh, working out with the assistant coaches, the strength coaches, uh, you know, just everybody, you know, uh, they want to help me, and I, I feel welcome. I feel like a, I'm in a big family. Um, defensively, I mean, it's, it's been a big focus for, for mm-hmm. Coach Forsey. It's obviously a big focus for, for Vogel, for mm-hmm. Frank Vogel as well. What are you seeing different, differently maybe with how the team's playing defense, specifically how the summer league team is playing defense? Because it seems like you guys are – 
kind of swarming the ball, switching up, kind of using that versatility that, that everyone that everyone loves to talk about. Um, that's one thing Coach said uh, the first day. Um, he said, if nothing, if nothing else, if we don't do nothing else on offense, we, we start with defense and the toughness and the grit. Uh, he told us we have to play with. That's what we you know play with all in all the practices we had uh, leading up to summer league. So. You know, going with that mindset that, you know, I'm out, you know, out physical, a guy and grit and get into him. Um, you just got to have that same mentality the whole game. And we all, it all rubbed off on us and it all helped out in those practices. Starting off 21 nothing, is that, that that's part of the plan? Uh, you know, I mean, you know, like I say, you know, you got to knock him in the mouth first, you know, he just punches and, you know, you can't fall. That's, that's the thing you got to maintain and see who's going to get the last, you know, last hit. Um, the rest of the rest of the rest of this week, you know, you said you want to show your versatility. What do you want to show on, on the offensive, and how do you want to grow on, um, on that end to kind of sh- kind of show what you can do? Um, you know, knock down open shots. Um, show that I can play. You know, on the ball, use ball screens, read pick and rolls, make the right read, right passes, and just show you know my like I said, my versatility. I I can dribble the ball. Um, um, yeah, that's for the most part. I can play on and off the ball. Uh, and I could guard one through four. So, do you, do you feel like? I mean, obviously, there's a long way to go before training camp. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot happening. But do you feel like your, your place on this team is relatively is, is secure, or how, how do you feel your place is uh, on the, on the uh, team? Not secure. I just you know feel like you know uh, I could play a big role on this team. I bring like you know defensive energy uh, and do all the little things. You know, people don't realize that all the little things add up, and that's. You know, it might, sometimes it might not show on the score sheet, uh, stat sheet, but, it, you know, the coaches and the people who know basketball know that, all right, this guy, you know, do the little things and he can he can get the job done. And right now, uh, Marcus Georges Hunt is definitely getting the job done. One of the, one of the stars, I think, in the early summer league, he scored 12 points on Sunday, 3-for-5 shooting, scored 10 points on 3-for-7 shooting uh, in Saturday's game, so 22 points on 6-for-12 shooting. Really efficient, obviously, play from him. You're not expecting a whole lot. You know, he's still developing a little bit as a three-point shooter. He's developing his ability to finish, but definitely getting there. Definitely a player continuing continuing to be worth investing in. Uh, He'll be in training camp. Uh, I suspect that he has a very good shot at making the roster as as kind of the third shooting guard um, or third wing player on the team. You know, it's obviously the team still has to maybe make a move or two in free agency or in trades. But Georges Hunt is is a player to watch. Keep an eye on him the rest of summer league. See how he let's see how he develops the rest of the offseason. Uh he's been with the Magic uh pretty much all offseason now. Uh and we'll we'll see what he does uh when he gets to training camp in September. Uh, uh you know I don't know if he's a player that's gonna contribute quite yet. Uh, in a meaningful way, but but definitely a player that I think can can stick onto uh, an NBA roster. And if the Magic are going to be the ones that give them the chance, certainly very possible that they do so. I want to thank everyone for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Uh, obviously, there's lots still going on at Summer League. We'll have a complete recap of tomorrow's Summer League action on tomorrow's episode. Um, I'll still do an episode for the 4th of July, although it may be a little bit shorter than normal ones. Wish everyone a happy 4th of July uh, for those living in the United States, uh, like me. Uh, and, uh, you know, just have have a great day. Of course, Summer League continues on. Magic play at 3 o'clock on Monday. 
another another big game. Every game's a big game. It's Summer League. It, it, they're big games and they're not big games because it's Summer League. Uh, so we'll get another look at Jonathan Isaac, see how he develops. Uh, I, again, I would say he played better Sunday than he did Saturday, which is always very encouraging. like to see him continuing to get better, get more comfortable. Um, he's looking like a pretty solid player. I, I, there's a lot to like about Jonathan Isaac uh, through two Summer League games. Again, they are Summer League games. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Audio, Stitcher, TuneIn, as well as all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. It is season two of the Locked On Magic podcast, so if you have not yet, go on to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. does help us spread the word about the podcast. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at Daily, as well as now at philiprr underscore OMD. Be sure to check me out there as well for some thoughts maybe on Orlando sports uh, as well as more general conversations on the Orlando Magic. Trying to trying to kind of give my persona a little bit more uh, more shine or a little bit more uh, presence uh, on the internet as far as opposed to just the O Magic Daily. Although I'll still be tweeting from O Magic Daily as well. You of course like Orlando Magic Daily on Facebook at Orlando Magic Daily. And, of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, including the latest in free agency, check out orlandomagicdaily.com. That's going to do it for me today. I wish everyone a very happy Independence Day in case I don't see you on Tuesday. If not, I hope you get Monday off and you enjoy it. Tell them tell them it's my birthday. You get, you get Monday off because it's Philip's birthday. I will see you all on the next episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.